verbatim. 40 days, 40 nights, didn't eat, didn't sleep. He says, if you ask, it, ask any dietitian or any physician with an expertise in nutrition and say, sir, how long can a person stay alive on water and carbs? I'll probably tell you what carbs. Only Jews ate carbs. I said, why? Because the, the Jews eat carbs, Aaron Cisrol. Outside of Judaism and Aaron Cisrol, carbs, if they're fed at all, they're fed the donkeys. It's known the donkeys love carbs. Human, they love carbs. Why? Because they, they're not good for the body. How did Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and his son Rabbi Lazar spend 13 years in a cave drinking water and eating carrots. How did Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa from Shabbat to Shabbat eat a little basket of carrots and that was it? He stayed alive. Because Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa, they were all immune. It's the same Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa when his wife couldn't afford oil for Shabbat. He says, put water in it, Kimala. What do we put water? He says, he who makes the oil will burn, make the water burn. That's how he lived. When a person lives according to Amuna, he defies everything. He doesn't need sleep, he doesn't need to eat. A person you could fall over in your face if you try to overstep your level of Amuna. A person has to be honest with himself, he says, so honest. Okay, this, Hashem, say, Krishna, Hashem, this is, you know, where. Laser is holding today. I have to have this many hours of sleep. Hashem, help me have sleep so I can replenish myself and replenish my power. If I would try to do what Rav Shalom does, because Rav Shalom is on his level, and I'm down here on mine, fall on my face. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You know what it's saying, for the more a person is in the Muna, then the less green lights he has, the more blue lights he has. So we see that the green light is something that is permissible. What are people permissible? All right. Uh, now, there are things that are permissible that are not green lights anymore. There are yellow lights. Okay, what are the yellow lights? The yellow lights, once again, blue light is a mitzvah. I'm saying this over and over. So you get it down and we do it in the army. You take that rifle apart, put it back together, and you sleep because you've done it 500 times. Blue light is a mitzvah, green light is something permissible. Okay? Now, the yellow light is something permissible but useless, and it's borderline forbidden. What's permissible but useless and borderline forbidden? There is a concept in Judaism called Bitul Torah. Bitul Torah means the cancellation of Torah. It means when someone closes their Gemara to do something inconsequential. Okay? What's it mean? God likes to go bowling. And he plays, okay, it's a good bowling. Guy likes the New York Yankees. Takes a whole Sunday afternoon to drive in the man, to, where's this shanky stadium? Manhattan, it's in Bronx. Bronx, okay. Takes it to drive that Sunday afternoon traffic over there and to drive into the Bronx and go to the stadium and park with uh, another 70,000 cars and then come back afterward. That is an outing. 
let's say if the guy lives in, in Long Island and he goes to a Yankees game, that's at least a seven hours outing, would you say? Okay. Yeah, round trip. Home to home. Yeah? You guys lived in New York. Okay. Uh, seven hours? Excuse me, sir. You did not do a direct transgression of Torah. You did not eat something unkosher. You did not turn on a light on Shabbat. Okay. Uh, you didn't blaspheme Hashem, heaven forbid. But the Torah says that Gita ben and you should occupy yourself with them day and night. What about learning Torah? Where did he get the okay to do something like that? To do something like that for seven hours? I'll give you another example of the yellow light. Uh, you walk out the shul, you're on the way home, it's Shabbat. And the guys there are talking about the upcoming elections. And you stop on Shabbat and you're talking politics. Okay, if it's Shabbat, let's say it's not Shabbat, because if it's Shabbat and politics, that's not a good example, because that's already red light. We get the red light is something forbidden. It doesn't matter what's forbidden by Torah, forbidden by the Rabboim, but that's Dabr Dover. Okay, let's say it's, it's Wednesday morning after Shachri. All right, Wednesday morning, you could come home, and if you want to do, there, there's Shurim on, there's Shurim where you can hear on, on the telephone, I know guys are artists, they could give over in 18 minutes the Daf Yomi and Rashi. There's a famous, I, I forgot the name of the Rav, he gives a Daf Yomi Shur 18 minutes in Rashi. Okay? So you listen to the Shur, you get it. Okay, it's a quick, hey, listen, it's 18 minutes of Torah. Yeah. It's 18 minutes of Torah. All right? So what a guy does with 18 minutes? He stops and talks about what Trump did, what he didn't do, what Kavanaugh did, what he didn't do, the right, the left, the Democrats, Republicans. Excuse me, sir. You just wasted 18 minutes of Torah. What, what mitzvah is occupied in? Oh, but I didn't do it. Uh, yeah, but this is called, this is called Fulim Lakey. Just like we have in nutrition, empty carbohydrates, this is empty speech. This speech is not going to get you into Canadian. Not only that, it's a yellow light because you're in danger. You're in danger. One guy talks, okay, there's a den there. And he right away starts talking about some detrimental things about the President of the United States. Who gave us permission to talk about another human being? And then he shows up, it's Chaim, or Trump is not in Klala Mitecha, Chafetz Chaim doesn't cover, oh yeah? Well, the fact that you're used to, you know why? When we do not talk about any other human being, the person could say, but the Chafetz Chaim only writes about Klala Mitecha, those that are within the realm of observant Jews, not anymore. Not anymore. The Chafetz Chaim also writes, but you just don't talk about it. You took him out of context. If you continue reading the Chafetz Chaim, the Chafetz Chaim says you will not talk about anyone because if you get used, if you accustom your tongue to speaking derogatory things about someone else, even your enemy, you're ended up speaking derogatory things about your neighbor. First enemy, what the guy sat down on my seat and shook. He didn't mean to do anything bad. No, but it becomes your enemy. All right, so right away, you're going to turn him into Yasser Arafat. No, he's not Yasser Arafat. He's not the guy in your neighborhood. 
But because he's telling you to talk anything. Look at what we're thinking about. He's about Hanir, the head of Hamas. I'm talking about the head of Hamas. You know why? Because it's not him, it's Hashem. Hashem does everything. So when a person is used to gossip, used to politics, he's the, he gets sucked in other things. That's what the Yetzer says. You're not doing anything wrong. The Yetzer tells you that a yellow light is a green light. And we say the yellow light is very caution. Caution. All right? Now, I'll give you another example of a yellow light. A yellow light would be eating candy. Oh, but this candy's got the dots. The detrimental to your health. There's a mitzvah Torah called the Nishmaltim Amashatechem. You guard, guard yourself, guard your life, guard your body. You know, since when? That's a yellow light because it borders on something that, that damage. Smoking is a red light. And when I smoke a red light, it's not my opinion. The opinion of all the major poisoning today. The Badatse, the Haredis, that smoking is out and out forbidden. Rob Fosner, before he left this world, out and out forbidden. Rebel Vadi Yosef, out and out forbidden. So it doesn't matter whether you're a Sparty, whether you're a Shiva guy, Litvisha world, or whether you're a Chassid, sorry, you're smoking a cigarette. It's red light. It's red. And you could say, uh, especially you see guys on Pesach, I don't know anyone that makes kosher for Pesach cigarettes. Uh, they do? Oh, they do? Okay, That's, they're from. All right, they're from the answer. Okay, I, I stand corrected. There are people. All right, but this is the answer. The answer is smoke all you want. Smoke all you want, because when your lungs are black, you're not going to be able to do mitzvahs. You're not going to be able to do mitzvahs. A person can't. You know, have you asked the Dvom Mitzvah? The, the Mishnah Kirkyoga says, run into a bar mitzvah. Oh, but the guy can't run because he smokes two packs a day. So you can argue with me whether it's a borderline yellow mitzvah or, or, or yellow light or red light, but either one. Okay, which brings us down to the red lights. And once again, we'll go to the red lights or something out and out forbidden. And it does not matter whether it is a Torah prohibition, a transgression of Torah, or a rabbinical transgression, because the Gemara tells us that a rabbinical transgression has the same weight, if not more, than a Torah transgression. Because there is one Torah mitzvah. The Torah says, this is an You shall do whatever your teachers say. This is in the Torah. So by doing, performing the rabbinical ordinance, a person is heeding the Torah. There are curses in the Gemara for a person that transgresses a rabbinical mitzvah, that they aren't even for a, a, a Torah mitzvah. The Gemara curses a person that willfully transgresses rabbinical mitzvah, like a lot of people mind days with, with the, the Yetzirah, puts in the mind of the modern day heretics. They say, oh, they're flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. Uh, uh, they're flesh and blood, sorry. The Gemara said not flesh and blood. What the sages of the Gemara said about the sages of the Mishnah. We're talking about sages of the Gemara. What Abaya and Rava said about Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and Rabbi Yudha Bar Eli and Rabbi Be'er Balanes and, and their teacher, Rabbi Akiva. All right. 
that they said if they were angels, then we're humans. And if they were humans, this is a biorobot talking. If they're humans, we're not even donkey, we're, we're donkeys. And that, we're not even the donkey of Pinchas Benyair. We're not even one of their donkeys. Because the donkey of Pinchas ben, Rabbi Pinchas Benyair, who was Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai's father-in-law, was starving for three days. They brought him hay, but the hay did not have a tithe taken off of it. He wouldn't eat it. Then they brought him some more hay. He was, the donkey was stolen. Okay, and the robbers saw that the donkey was dying. And so they brought in grain that they stole. No, he wouldn't eat stolen grain. He wouldn't eat fodder that didn't have a tithe taken off. He wouldn't eat stolen grain. That's the Rebbe Pinchas Benyair's donkey. No, that's, that's Nicky. And this Rabbi and Rabbi says, we don't even get, get to their level. All right? And this Abayah and Rabbi talking. Abayah and Rabbi, they would talk to the Rosh.